Welcome to EO Audio. It's Friday, May 20th, 2016, and today on the show we talk Mariners baseball, Reds baseball, A's baseball, plus a little bit of rodeo and Preakness horse racing. All right, welcome to another edition of EO Audio. I'm Tim Trainer here with Daniel Wattenberger, our managing editor, and Eric Singer, our sports reporter. And we're going to talk a little baseball. It is uh, it's been a rainy week here in Eastern Oregon, but uh, it's it's uh, it's baseball season. Yeah, it's a shame we haven't gotten to this till now. It's been, uh, it's been yeah. baseball season for for six weeks now. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, our, our you know our regional team is the Mariners here. We're a long way from just about anyone, but I'd, I'd say Mariner. You know, Mariners got to be what seventy, eighty percent of uh, fans around here. Yeah, I'd think that, but then looking around the newsroom, we got three Reds fans. Yeah, well, that's we, abnormal. We, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a Rockies fan. Uh-huh. We've got a Dodgers fan. Mm-hmm. I'm the only Mariners fan, I, I think, that that cares about uh-huh. it. So I mean. But I think yeah, in the community, I run into more people wearing the Mariners hat. I think that's so. I guess we got to back up a little bit. Does people in the community care about baseball? Have we decided that's that's still a thing? It's 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 becoming a you know, niche. You know, it's yeah. this little little corner of, of the sports world. Everyone here loves the Seahawks or hates the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone here in Portland Trailblazers country for sure. People are yep. getting onto the Timbers. Yep. The Mariners and and you know we can talk about this for a long time, but the last fifteen years have been yep. have been uh, pretty pretty mediocre, and it's yep. gotten a lot of excitement. They're, they're still popular in the. the Prep sports community, though. Yeah, I can lot, see lot that. Of, a lot of the high school kids like the Mariners. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, are the Mariners better than mediocre this year? Well, so far, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that's that's I mean, a, that's a tough thing not to get too excited because it is, and and the stat they haven't been in first place this late into the year as early as you know it's still mm-hmm. early, but they haven't been in first place this long for for a long long time. They haven't um, scored this kind of they got this kind of run support in a long time, and their mm-hmm. bullpen. Has been good in the past, but their bullpen's doing better than it was expected to do. So, I mean, there's all these, all these, you know, great things that, are, that all you can do as a fan is kind of temper your expectations, right? Because because it could been, be a fall, right? Yeah. And they've done that before. They've yeah. had hot starts yeah. and kind of, uh, yeah, couldn't keep it up after yeah. the break. But but one of the nice things, and I hate to say it's a nice thing, but they had a five game losing mm-hmm. streak right at first, and it's yep. like okay, more Mariners baseball. But they came out of it, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's that wasn't just okay. I guess it's going to be another. Miserable seasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to hide the excitement in my voice. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, it's you gotta. Yeah, it's a long season, right? But is there any better uh, sport to have like a good team in? Just like the consistent win seven out of ten oh, yeah. games for like so long for just yeah, you, you know, like six months. You just get to watch you know exactly. a, a fun team. It's it's a great sport to have a good team, right? Yeah. But, and I think with. Uh, yeah, in football season, when you've got a great team, it just kind of yep. becomes expected, sure. oh, they're going to win every week. And when they lose, that's a terrible week. And yeah, the whole yeah, week definitely. is terrible because exactly. they don't get to come back the next day. When yeah. You, yeah, when you've got a good baseball team and they're yep. winning series, even yep. if they lose a game, like, well, they're good yep. tomorrow. Yep. Like, yeah. And then it's just as infuriating and to watch a terrible team, right? I mean, the, the oh, Reds man. are, I think, second worst in the league right now. And, 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 yeah, they just can't do it, which is fine, which is, you know, the, the Cubs were bad for a couple years to be good. The, you know they dealt Cueto. They dealt a bunch of their big arms last yeah. year, and and they're bad. I mean, it's, it's and it, it, whenever the Reds are bad, though, they're becoming historically bad. I mean, they, yeah. they, their bullpen already set a new major league record for the most consecutive games where they've allowed a run. And mm-hmm. uh, the I think the innings that they've pitched right now, uh, they're actually on pace to like set a new group innings yeah. record for innings pitched in a year and runs allowed yeah. and ERA. And it's just it's like yeah, historically bad. Yeah. So. 
So that sets us up to this uh, weekend's uh, yeah. series, which is the above mediocre Mariners versus the uh, you know historically terrible Cincinnati right. Reds. <laughs> uh, but there's some the Reds got something going for him tonight. Uh, Pendleton product uh, Dan Straley's pitching, so yeah. Yeah. he's he's been he's been the the Reds' most kind of uh, uh, decent right starter this year. He's yeah. two and one. Is that right? Exactly. I mean, he the Reds picked him up off the waiver wire um, mm-hmm. two days before the season started, I mm-hmm. think, and. Uh, they just wanted him to have as a kind of long man out of the bullpen. They didn't really yeah. have anybody. And a couple injuries later, he's thrown into the starting rotation and has actually been their most consistent starter. Yeah, uh, which could be a you know right a, a thing to say about the team. If, right, you know, you're, you're expected long man's your you know your best starter right now. Yeah. but uh, yeah, he's pitched really well. Um, gives him you know five six good innings every mm-hmm. night, and you know they're hoping that. He can get a, get another good start out of him tonight. Yeah, and if you got wins with this kind of a team, you know you're not doing too bad when they've only got ten exactly. on the year or something. Exactly. You got two of them. That's that's saying something. Exactly. Um, um, and then the Mariners here. So, you know, they, they're I don't know. Can they can they just sweep this thing? Should, is that the goal when you play bad teams? If it, yeah, and baseball is always is bad luck. I think to hope for a sweep every time out. And series mm-hmm. wins, and again, yeah, I'm, I'm playing with mediocrity here. But if you if you can take two out of three, you know, you love to go into Cincinnati. They they just won a series against Baltimore, who's yep. who's really good, mm-hmm. and and to go in it'd be great to to come out with three more wins. They've been great on the road. They're, they have a losing record at home, uh, thanks to getting swept a couple times, and yep. so they, they've been good on the road. Um, Safeco. Obviously, a big park, and they've got some big bats this year, so maybe that's playing in a little bit. They're just not not quite enough to get that that ball out of the park. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're saying it's going to be rainy tonight. Are we going to get any of these games in yeah. on time? Or looking, it, it could be a little bit delayed tonight, but I, th- I think they're going to get it in. Um, yeah. And weather's looking decent for the rest of the weekend. So. And can they steal a game? Can they can they win this series? I don't I don't know if the Reds can win the series. Um, it's. It all depends on how many innings they can get out of their starters, how many yeah. less innings they can get out of the bullpen. Because when when you just have nobody you can rely on in there and meeting up against good offenses, it's it's never going to be good. And I mean, lo- looking at the you know the pitching matchup for the Reds, though, you know you got you're facing uh, Iwakuma for the Mariners tonight and uh, Felix tomorrow, Wade Miley yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, that's that's you know the, yeah. that's three tough horses yeah. for him to face. And yeah, you're hoping to tough. get one of those. Yeah. So and a lot of times it comes down to the you know just if when the team's bad. Just believe me, I know. And Felix, yep. the last you know few years kept this kept me really engaged with yep. the team because every five days you get to see him. So who, yeah. who's that? Who, do you have players this year that that are keeping you kind of engaged through this rebuilding time? I mean, you still have the you know the Joey Votto's, the the Jay Bruce's that you know have been there for years. So you know you, you have those people that have, have you know made them their favorite players, and you know, guys like Brand Phillips are still there. But mm-hmm. I mean. Offensively, there are some young young players. You know, there's a, a third baseman, Eugenio Suarez. They got uh, last year in a trade that he's been pr- playing pretty well. And but uh, it's it's just tough to keep coming back every night when you, yeah. you know you have a bullpen that you know blows any lead that you get. And it's just well, and they they also you know? tried to build around those guys and they weren't good enough. Yeah. Like, in the, you know, so now they kind of feel like the leftovers from yeah, a, exactly. from a from a you know a, a team that didn't work that didn't work wasn't good enough. So yeah. Yeah, they, they'll clear all them out, I would think, this year, at least Phillips and Bruce, and uh, try to build from scratch. They, they and, tried to tried to get uh, rid yeah. of Phillips in the offseason, but uh, I think twice they had trades set up for him. But he, he has his 10-5 rule where he can yeah. deny the trades, and he uh, denied them both times. He wanted to stay in Cincinnati because he loves it there, but, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's where, hard to love it when you're that bad. Yeah, though. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. 
Well, let me give you this chance here, Eric. So you, you pick the player who's going to outperform his uh, his counterpart this week. So is, is Jay Bruce your guy this this, this series? I'm going field. You want to go? We can go pitching matchup if you want. Actually, let's see, I, I think I'm think I'm going to go with Joey Votto at first base. Joey Votto. Oh, wow. nice. Look down the Mariners roster. Yeah, right? yeah. Votto hasn't. He he's had That's a slow, kind of you know, a really odd slow start to the season. He's, yeah. he's hitting low two hundred right now, but uh, here in the month of May, he's kind of he's getting his average up a little bit. Home runs are up and. Here in recent days and stuff, so uh, I think think he's kind of getting his rhythm in. So I, th- I think this is going to be well. Good so series. so why don't you pick a Mariner that's going to have a better batting average on the seat? Well, I've got to take the first baseman though, right? Or do well, that doesn't I, no. even give okay. you a choice. Then, I mean. Well, I've got a platoon there at first base. So I was going to say my first baseman are going to hit more home runs than Joey Votto in this series. So it's a platoon. So between Deholi and and Lind. So between those two guys who okay. won't both be playing the same game, yeah. most likely, I guess one could be DH. So we'll just take the first base position. That's so I, I think they're gonna they're gonna do that. Do slugging, sure. slugging percentage does that that's make it less likely for a tie? Think? I think it's fair. Home yeah. runs. Home runs. Yeah, All right, straight fair. up home right. runs. That's we'll fair. do slugging that's percentage fair. as a tiebreaker. That's fair. Too. This is gonna be nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you haven't been watching enough Mariners. <laughs> These guys are hitters this year. It's great. Yeah. Hey, I got good news here. Uh, Warner Strasbaugh, who is right. our, uh, our uh, friend, uh, was an intern here a couple of years ago. He's going to join us on the line uh, just a second here. Cool. Boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep. So I guess the, 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 the I don't know, the, the story of the season so far is the Cubs, right? Yeah. They can, please, God, someone beat the Cubs. Like, we can't, we can't, I can't handle a world when the Cubs are the World Series champions. I know. It's... I, I had such a hard time just getting over the Pirates actually being good. Yeah. And now I'm seeing I can't the Cubs like the this Cubs. now. Oh, man. Hey, Warner. Hey, hey Warner. Pretty good. I got uh, Tim here and, and uh, Eric's fans and your two Reds fans. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, um, Eric and I just got done talking about this series. It starts here in a little bit if it doesn't get rained out. So, uh, so you and I will chat a little bit about uh, about the the series then next week. And I don't know if you've got a player in mind who's really going to click. We can go with a pitcher if you want one one pitching matchup, or we can go with the offensive player that might be better. Um, I don't know who the Mariners have lined up, but I think uh, Rich Hill on Monday night should be. Uh, yeah, I think it's the go-to guy. I think it's Hill Walker, so we could do that one. Yeah, um, well, Rich Hill has been kind of a, a nice surprise for the A's. Um, I guess I shouldn't say a surprise because Billy Bean usually finds one of these guys every year. Or yeah. Scott Casimir, who is injured, seemingly out of baseball, or Bartolo Colon, who's now become a cult hero for everyone. But, uh, yeah, Rich Hill, he leads with his curveball. I think he has more, throws more curveballs than anyone in baseball and throws more curveballs for strikes than anyone in baseball. Yeah. And uh, I remember his second start of the year was at Seattle. He had 10K, and that was kind of his first good start after a shaky opening day. So, um, you know, I, I like his chances. He's uh, been pitching really well. He's pretty much been the eighth with Sonny Gray struggling in the early going. Yeah. And one thing I'm struggling with is figuring out if the uh, if the Mariners are better than that opening homestand. I mean, obviously that was a, it was a tough sweep. Uh, early on, and if they're actually a better team, right. just the ball, it didn't, and they haven't been good at home all season. So, um, so t- talk about the A's a little bit. So, what, what do you, what's, how's the season going? Going for you as a fan and for them as a team? Um, well, 
Well, I hate, I hate always saying this about the A's, but it feels like they're unlucky. They actually have 12, 12 players currently on the PL, which is the most happening simultaneously since 1989 after uh, Josh Reddick fractured his thumb last night. And a couple of those guys aren't, weren't going to be big players this year, but you know they still have Jed Lowry on the DL, um, kind of have a hodgepodge roster right now. You know, I think I think they're a 500 team. I think uh, Sonny Ray will be better. I think um, you know if Henderson Alvarez can come back and do anything. You know, he just had a setback. Um, but like always, I think the pitching will be there. Offense without Reddick is is pretty shaky. When uh, you know, pretty much Chris Davis and Danny Valencia are kind of the only big bats doing doing anything right now. Um, but I think I think they're a 500 team basically. Yeah. And then the American League West, you and I have talked about this a little bit. American League West, and you're a, you're a, you're a believer in the Rangers this year. You think they're kind of heads above everyone else. Is 500 good enough to get one of those wild card spots now that it's extended, or is this is that just going to be out of maybe? I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if the Mariners and the Rangers were in it. I wouldn't be surprised if 13 of the 15 teams were in it. Uh, you know, entering September. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if 500 will do it, but I think 85, 86 wins. But I think the Astros only had 86 wins last year, and I think this year's AL is there's more parity than there was last year. So, yeah, I mean, I think 85, 86 wins would definitely do it. Right. And as you've also had to point out to me a couple times, it's it's only – Late late May now, um, and I've I've, I've yes. told these guys too. I'm I'm doing my best to temper my expectations, but I, I do get excited for every series um, coming up, and especially series against AL West teams. So they start uh, three game set um, against the A's, and I'm forgetting is that in Oakland on Monday? Or I think it's in Seattle. In Seattle, okay, Seattle, where they haven't played well, where they got swept last time around by the A's. I was there for the first game of that series. Um, so uh, that first night, that it's a uh, Rich Hill against um, against Tywin Walker, and you seem high on Hill. So I guess I got to take Walker. What's our stat? What are we gonna? How are we gonna measure who had a better game there? I know you're not a big fan of the wins. Whip. <laughs> how should we measure um, it? Well, can't really do fifth. You know that'll what? can't do that over one game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We could go. Uh, I guess just maybe. Earned runs, hits, and walks combined over at the lowest or something. Okay, earned runs, hits, walks, uh, counting stats, and add them up. Um, something like that. Yeah. Divided by innings pitch. Do you want to? <laughs> I mean, you know, three homers in the first inning. <laughs> you get knocked out. That's, oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good. So point. Let, let's uh, let's go ahead and do it. Do we, it can, do. we can aggregate ERA and WHIP. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, getting a little nerdier than I expected on this, but I should I shouldn't have. I called I called Warner on baseball. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do let's do that. Let's do uh, let's do the the count the yeah the the hits. Hits, walks, and, and earned runs, and, and we'll divide it up by the by the innings pitched. And let's hope it's okay. just a good game where they both go eight, and, and uh, we get we don't have to do too much math. So, yeah, Walker's been good, so I think it'll be I think it'll be a low scoring game unless unless Rich Hill has one of his you know six walk performances. Yeah, and the, and the Mariners have again have been have been a bit more patient this year. Uh, Seager's come along nicely after a slow start, so I mean they're. It's a tough lineup to get through, I think, for other pitchers. I'm, I'm of course, watching. And they're, they're great at scoring runs in the first inning, I've noticed. But then they also, something they never did last year, they, they, they put up runs in the seventh and eighth inning as well, which is just nice to see that the scoring's not done early. So, 
All right, well, mm-hmm. enough of this silly stuff. Uh, the question all our listeners want to know is who does Warner think is going to win the Pendleton Roundup? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> what was that one guy's name that, that we liked? Joe Webster. <laughs> yeah, Webster. <laughs> He's a champ. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll be he'll be competing this year. But uh, yeah, who, who, who's the favorite? It's tough because, and this is a, I guess this would branch off into our next podcast, but there, there's a new rodeo association. So some of the big names, uh, Trevor Brazil, um, Tuff Cooper, Clint Cooper, are no longer part of the PRCA and won't be at the roundup this year. So, uh-huh. yeah, so, so yeah, that we're, uh, and so it's tough. I don't know. This could be the great year to come in and make a bunch of money betting on rodeo if you know, you know, there's, yeah. there's no, no clear favorite like there has been. So. The other thing Tim wants to talk about here. Oh, so so I've got. Let's just finish up this baseball section of it. So let's let's say I've got uh, ten ten imaginary bucks with Eric on on my first baseman against your first baseman, and I've got ten imaginary bucks with Warner on the pitching matchup. And we'll we'll check back in maybe in a couple weeks and maybe make another round of bets and see see how much money I can win <laughs> in, the, in these imaginary dollars. So sounds good. Well, thanks for calling, Warner. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having thanks me. Nice in, but see ya. Right, so then I've just got a few tips for you to how to spend uh, those ten imaginary dollars when you win them. Uh, Tomorrow's the Preakness. Um, We did not win on our super crazy bet with Steve on the Derby, uh, our weird superfecta bet. But I did give you all out a Tim Trainer guarantee that came through. So hopefully you guys uh, cashed on that one. That was a nice little hit at about eight to one or so. Um, Tomorrow's race, they're calling for crazy storms. It's going to be a muddy, muddy fest in uh, Pimlico in Baltimore. Nyquist is probably going to be a big favorite. Exaggerator, who uh, was second in the Derby, will be second choice. So you probably do a, maybe a straight trifecta. Um, Nyquist has beaten Exaggerator four times. I don't think he'll turn the tables here. Maybe Nyquist over Exaggerator over. And I like the one-horse cherry wine. He's going to be about 30, 40 to 1 just to run third. And then I put maybe like a – I don't know, a little bit of money um, on the one over the other two favorites. If you do get him to clunk up, if it does turn into a bath and, you know, just craziness, um, if he, he steals one there at 30 to 1, that'll pay pretty well uh, as long as the favorites run second. So it, it's a slim down race for sure. Don't spread your money. Um, Nyquist will probably win, and then we'll be back to Belmont for maybe a second triple crown in two years. Pretty crazy. Right. Is Gunrunner out again this time? Yep, he's not running. Okay. Um, so there's only yeah, only three horses from the Derby oh. came back and tried him, which kind of goes to show that they're, they they don't like their chances running against him again. He was really impressive in winning the Derby, and, yeah, he's got every right to win it again or win the Preakness at least. Right. And if we haven't lost our entire audience talking about whip and and the number one over under, I didn't thousands quite get it on, of uh, so. miles away. But it, and t- Tim was right on with his yep. block last time. So if you are looking to pick up a few bucks, uh, he's, yep. he's a good guy to listen to. Sounds so we'll, good. We'll bring in some tips next time around well, too. And the third race is called the uh, the Belmont Stakes. That'll be in three right. weeks after okay. three Saturdays. So, so we'll make sure to get back before then. Maybe bring yeah. Stephen again. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for the smorgasbord of uh, sports, and uh, we'll check back with back in with listeners uh, next time. Thanks, Tim.